Hello and welcome to the Four Comic Junkies podcast. When the comics aren't enough and you need a little extra fix. I'm your host, JJ Hodges. This podcast is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Please go to batmanonfilm.com for all the coolest bat news, bat reviews, bat shoes. I was trying to rhyme. Comedy comes in threes, you see, and um, and I fucked it up. I fucked it up big time because I don't think there are any Batman shoes on that site. Are there? I'll check. I'll double check. There might be. I mean, there might be a link to Amazon where you can get Batman shoes. I have Batman shoes, actually. Uh, the Converse ones. You don't care. You're not here for that. Um, <clears throat> anyway, I hope you all are having a, a wonderful weekend. Um, it is now April 3rd. Uh, as of this recording, which is cool because um, that means that the world hasn't ended yet. Um, And it has been a month since the Batman premiered. Uh, Well, I mean, since I saw the Batman, I should say. Which is awesome because it was an awesome movie. And uh, and this podcast today is... uh, is an extension of that. Uh, we have returning guest Jackie Sabolsky, who is uh, one of the most beautiful souls in the entire world, inside and out. She's awesome. Uh, you know, she's she's funny. She's um, she's smart. She's cool. She um, she makes she makes me look good, um, which is uh, no easy feat. But she she pulls it off, um, or she makes me sound good because this is an audio format. That makes sense. Uh, this episode is, is great. You know, we talk about Catwoman. Uh, the second time <laughs> she's been on to talk about Catwoman. Uh, we're talking about the wedding, uh, or should I say the wedding, um, from uh, Tom King's uh, Batman run in the, uh, back in 26, 2018, 2018, 2014, 2002. No, I'm just kidding. I think it was 2018. Um, yeah, Batman number 50, uh, one of the... Uh, uh, a tour de force of uh, amazing artists and Tom King's unique writing style, uh, which we'll get into. And uh, I-, I was so glad that she picked this one uh, when I asked her if she wanted to come back. Uh, you know, because I want to celebrate the Batman and one of the greatest characters in uh, Batman lore, which is, of course is Catwoman. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's uh, you know, uh, let me do my plugs here. Um, you can follow me, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, for Comic Junkies. Email me, for Comic Junkies at gmail.com. You know, I realize that I've been saying <laughs> for, F-O-R, as opposed to, like, the number four. And I don't know why I always say that when, if you're subscribed to this fucking podcast, you know how it's spelled. <laughs> so, <laughs> I sound like an idiot <laughs> for the past, like, hundred episodes. <laughs> So I apologize for that, but <coughs> excuse me. Hopefully you get a, you got a kick out of that. All right, let's get into it. Um, here we go. Jackie Sabolsky talking Catwoman. All right, we are back with uh, Jackie Sabolsky, who um, I think the last time you were on the show, we talked Catwoman. So I was thinking about that before. Yeah. It was the animated Catwoman yeah. stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So this is exciting. Um, 
you know, I don't think of you as just the Catwoman woman, though, just so you know. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I have a brand. Uh, you know, it, hey, I mean, you're, you're tall. You could, you could give Bruce Wayne a run for his money, I think. Well, Catwoman was my first cosplay, so I guess it does Oh. make sense. Which Catwoman were you? So I was using a friend's costume, and I think it was supposed to represent the Anne Hathaway one. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I looked hot. Oh, well, duh. duh. <laughs> what, People are going to um, be like, uh, what does she look like? Pixar, it's not true. <laughs> I at The pics are all up here, baby. I got it. <laughs> Where uh, Do you have a favorite version of Catwoman? I probably asked you that last time. Like from the movies, comics? Honestly, Michelle Pfeiffer is my yeah. favorite. Mm -hmm. um, her costume is just iconic, one. But the one scene in the mall where she whips the heads off the mannequins. Oh, yeah. That was done in one. She did that in one take. I, I saw that video. Yeah, that's amazing. And I'm just like, I love you. <laughs> I want to be you. You know, I think the first time I saw that movie, I was a little kid. And it's just like, I just had that moment of like, yeah, I'm straight. <laughs> Honestly, she made me question it for a second. I was like, do I really like men? No, I do. Ugh, so annoying. It, it is because men are kind of the worst. So yeah, yeah. no, but it's okay. <laughs> um, That's well, actually this, why we're here today. Exactly. We're talking uh, why this woman is the worst, actually, kind of. Um, I mean not really Except she's not no no she's not. I, was, I was kidding um it's it's <laughs> you're like were you <laughs> um it's it's interesting so we're talking um batman number 50 the uh the quote-unquote wedding issue which mm -hmm. it almost could have been called the wedding you know <laughs> and uh probably would have worked better and i i hadn't read this comic since I think since it came out, actually. So like four years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, July 4th, 2018, baby. Nine, it, and that was such a different time in, in especially my life, you know, and I'm sure everybody else's yeah. life too. Uh, I mean, obviously like way pre-COVID and all that nonsense. Um, but yeah, it, it was fun revisiting it because there were parts that I forgot about. I, I forgot about kind of, the actual story that was happening because I remember mm -hmm. the letters they wrote to each other and all the tour de force artists that they had do these incredible splash pages um, yeah. featuring Batman and Catwoman, of course. And, and I just remember thinking like, man, this, this book is so, um, is so dense. And for a Tom King book, it actually is a pretty straightforward story <laughs> where yeah. he, he's such a, I told him this to his face, actually. I told him that he, that I felt like his writing was an acquired taste. Um, mm. And and he, he took it as a compliment, which I was happy about, because uh, I wasn't trying to insult him. I just genuinely was like, I, I kind of didn't get you at first. And, yeah. and now I'm a big fan. I, I honestly don't know if I've read other like issues with him as the writer because uh -huh. with the lockdown and everything I haven't really wildly enough I haven't really read comic books wow. um 
I like bought one right before the world shut down. And then I just never read it because the world shut down. But yeah. I will say that I really enjoyed, I enjoyed that we got to hear from both of them and how they both through their letters were saying the same things to each other. Yeah. And I think, cause a lot of the time opposites attract. And so a lot of the times you think, okay, they're going to be completely separate from each other. They're going to have some views that are similar, but they both were always on each other's level in this book. And really throughout the whole like overarching, however many comic books arc it was, I can't remember if it was like 10 or 12, but the fact that it was, I don't know, it felt like poetry almost. Yeah, yeah. It almost felt like I was reading something that I shouldn't have been reading. It wasn't for me. <laughs> I felt very much like I was being nosy. Sure. And it did feel personal. Yeah. I... And sometimes I feel like that's not always the case with writing, specifically yeah. in comic books. And I really liked that change. It it is it, it's uh it's weird these two love letters that are saying the same thing to each other they're talking about their eyes which is so interesting but then they the letters end very differently obviously um you know and i told you before we were recording that i had uh reread the two joker issues that came before it and they uh have you read those yes okay mm -hmm. so the the interesting about that is that the joker is the first one to plant the idea in selena's head that she can't marry batman because if she marries batman then there's no more batman which mm -hmm. you know is and I, and I love the fact that she doesn't dismiss him she doesn't go oh you're you're crazy you don't know what you're talking about um you know i, I was gonna make a joke but i can't because you haven't actually seen the batman so <laughs> no so never mind that will be for everyone later you can you can message me and i'll tell you the joke uh <laughs> but, exactly <laughs> um but she because she's she listens to him because the for as crazy as the joker is he he always has some sort of truth to him and that's one of my favorite parts of the dark knight is and i've said this many many times is in in the three key scenes where he confronts Dent, Gordon, and Batman, uh, you know, with the interrogation. And then later when he confronts Harvey in the um, uh, hospital, no, none of them argue with him. None of them say, oh, you're, you're a psycho. You don't know what you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. They, they all take in what he's saying. And, and that makes him a thousand times scarier. And mm -hmm. for him to get through to Selena in that way, and it does the same thing where she, she's kind of like, she has second thoughts. And then, I mean, who wouldn't have second thoughts? I mean, like, you know, weddings are notorious for people getting cold feet anyway. Yeah. But, um, but I love that it's, but like Holly uh, starts to say the same thing. She starts to go, yeah, but like, I mean, he's Batman. Um, like he kind of needs to be miserable to be Batman. Mm -hmm. um, which is funny because it, 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 I mean, it makes sense, but it's also like, yeah, but does he? He's got this whole extended family with him, you know? So he's got some happiness. Yeah, and honestly, like, one, 
he's clearly still being Batman while they're dating and engaged before they get married. So it's just kind of like, he's still doing his thing. Mm -hmm. Clearly he can do this, but also too, her for for anyone who hasn't read it, spoiler alerts. um, It's four years old. I mean, come on people. (laughs) Yeah. But you never know. Um, With her ending up not marrying him, in my opinion, as as a woman, it does represent to me the sacrifices that women will continuously go through for men. Okay. Because we're always, not always told, but for a lot of people, it's you have to stop working because you need to be a stay-at-home mom while he goes and works. Now it's changing. It's 2022. We're changing that, like, obviously. But this is a man that she is in love with. Mm -hmm. She loves this man. She has fought with this man. She has fought for this man. She has fought against the man. (laughs) Like, she, everything they have done, they have fought, but they loved each other. They were together. They were getting married. And in order for him to continue to succeed in the thing that he was doing, she made the ultimate sacrifice, which was her own happiness. And that's not what like women do on a daily basis by any stretch of the imagination. Sure. But nine times out of 10, women make the sacrifice, not the man. And this just showed that she was doing that. She was willing to do that, but not just for him, for the entirety of Gotham. Yeah. And that is the ultimate sacrifice on an even bigger scale because she didn't just do it for one person right she did it for multiple people and i don't know that was just i don't want to say cool because he could have given it up what if it was what if it was where the roles were reversed what if she needed to be miserable in order to be Catwoman? would he have walked away would he have said you know what you're right I don't know that he would have. Yeah. And I don't think that's a gender thing. I'm just saying, I don't know that he would have. Yeah, yeah. And so it's just very like, it made me think a lot. I I appreciated that it, her decision to, to leave him didn't feel, it doesn't feel cruel, you know? Mm-hmm. It feels... It feels in character, and I and I like that she's still, she still kind of can't help herself, and is still Catwoman through it. Like she brings Holly to Wayne Manor, and Bruce didn't know that Holly knows that Bruce is Batman. Um, and even like you know when she's talking to the Joker before, she says that she stole the dress, and you know, and he's like, does does he know that you did that? And she's like, I think he'd be mad if I did, or if he did. Um, I mean, it's Batman. He probably knows, but um, yeah, he knows everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I, I think it's interesting the reading the um, the the letters they were writing, and and they're talking about each other, and and, and he talks about how he has like the white slits in front of his eyes, and she mm-hmm. says when she finally saw his eyes that she she could see him. She could see kind of how with a lot of men there's flaws but not with him 
And he thought the same thing about her. And that's so interesting. And, and kind of like, you know, <laughs> um, I mean, they just, that they understand each other on a fundamental level. And then we kind of talked about this last time that um, I, I've always thought of Batman, you know, Selena and Bruce as like the, the, the end game for him. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, like it goes back to not necessarily Batman Returns, but like, you know, when I first read Hush, and just and and even in um, you know the animated series, he you know Bruce was always just like head over heels for her, um, and and it's interesting because there's like the one episode of Batman Beyond where um, Terry falls in love with a girl. She ends up being part of the Royal Flush Gang, and then you know and Bruce confronts him and he's like, Bruce, I'm so sorry. You know, has anything like this ever happened to you? And he's like, Let me tell you about a woman named Selena Kyle, <laughs> um, and. I think it's it's interesting that there's kind of the idea that they belong together, but they the timing never quite works for them. And mm -hmm. and even the twist in the end of the book that Bane has kind of been manipulating everything that's been happening in Bruce's life for the past like year or whatever, um, it still feels like okay, like this is this is larger than just the two of them. But it didn't make me feel like Selena still wouldn't have gone through with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she might have still, like even though like the Joker and Holly were a part of that, it still feels like somebody somewhere could have said, you know, well, I mean, it's Batman though. He's he's dark and brooding. That's who he is. Like, and if you take away the dark and brooding, who is he? Um, but she still might have at least had second thoughts in, in my opinion at least yeah no definitely well because i think for her she loves bruce but regardless but like her first love will always be gotham and the cats yeah and so like anyone will always come second to that so i feel like also the reason she didn't argue with it is because it was probably in the back of her mind to begin with. Yeah. She's incredibly smart. Yeah. If if that were me, I probably would have been like, okay, am I doing the right thing? I know I love him, but am I doing the right thing for this city, for yeah. myself, for him? Like I would, but I'm also an overthinker. So I would have <laughs> been like, uh let me make a list of reasons why this is a good idea and why this is a bad idea. Um, but also she, Selena Kyle always does what she wants yeah. when she wants, however she wants. Mm -hmm. And so I think, I think the reason why it was a decision that was a last minute decision, she just needed to be there. She needed to see the dress. She needed to see him because they did, they saw each other. Yeah. Which is bad luck. So maybe that's also they jinxed it. Yeah. Um, that, old, that old wives' tale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She also didn't have something blue, something borrowed, or something old. She only had something new. Yeah. Wasn't going to work out. But I think she, it needed to be a rash decision because otherwise, I also think she would have gone through with it. Mm -hmm. if, if it wasn't like a, I'm going, I'm not looking back. I wrote you a letter bye yeah um no i i, I dig that because it's uh 
But I also love the, you know, when you talk about poetry, like the last shots of them, they're both the same of them leaping on op mm -hmm. opposite, side, opposite sides off the building. And because I think that, again, it's, it, it's like frustratingly showing just how similar they are and how they should be together. Um, and it, it's just uh, funny to me looking at it going like, man, like you were this close, you know, you just let those, those jackasses get in your brain, you know, it's not cool. Um, the but, right people, wrong time kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's really what I, what I, what I love about this book is that I remember when I first read it, but like when I first picked it up, I had it in my hands, my very first thought was like, they're not getting married. Like it's not going to happen. I would have been very surprised if it had ended with them actually getting married, because mm -hmm. I think there's more story potential and obviously Tom King proved me right by separating them so they got separated she started her own she was in her own adventures in a you know um, in her comic um, like literally right after this issue mm -hmm. remember the first issue of Catwoman like she's holding that issue and says don't read this until you've read <laughs> Batman number 50 um, yeah and she's she kind of looks like um, you know the movie Runaway Bride with Julia Roberts yes I do yeah she's she's in the wedding dress with the you know sneakers and everything um <clears throat> so i thought that was interesting like but but i i didn't know about I, I don't think i saw that cover before i read the book i was just like no they're not gonna marry mm -hmm. um and i remember there also being this huge controversy when they didn't get married to the point where like tom king's getting like death threats on twitter and stuff and so dc had to hire a bodyguard for him like that weekend when he went to comic-con and it's just like and all I can ever think with some of these things is like, I, like how, like, why are some comic book fans, not all, but why are some comic book fans just absolute psychopaths? <laughs> you know? I think in this case, people really wanted them together because we've also been watching, like you said, with the animated series, but we've also been watching Will They, Won't They since Adam West was Batman. Oh yeah, yeah. Like this is not something new. This mm -hmm. is something that, I'm going to say older fans, and I don't mean that to be like old people, but like <laughs> older fans, even people who like maybe, maybe they've just been watching the movies and they haven't read the comics yet and they've only been watching the TV shows. It's something that they want. Yeah. It's something that everyone wants. We do. We do want it yeah. because I don't, I don't think there's a single character in the Batman franchise specifically that matches the energy to him. Mm -hmm. like she does yeah. and so I get people being very upset about it because I as a romantic definitely <laughs> wanted it to end with them getting married but sure. I as someone who also would have done what she did understand why she left yeah but also they hyped this up yeah. so much yeah. they made wedding invitations like I have it in my storage unit and in my stuff but they made wedding invitations for this. That's right. Yeah. Like I, I quote unquote, went to a wedding, got a wedding invitation, <laughs> like was so pumped. I RSVP'd, not really, but like, you know, yeah, yeah. in my mind, I RSVP. It was a great marketing tool to yeah, get yeah. people excited, exciting, excited. <laughs> Words are hard when you have to speak a lot. It, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> But so like I get it because it built D DC built everything up as they should, yeah, but they yeah. built it up so high. And then that ending just yeah. crashed. 
And so I get people, maybe not enough to the extent that someone needs a bodyguard, but I definitely get and understand the upset. Yeah. Because man, I, I was I was sad. I but also I think that that's that's the, the the great storytelling part of it too is that you know for me I'm not I'm not I, I wasn't mad at Tom King and I wasn't even mad at Selena I'm more just mad at the situation I'm just like like mm-hmm. oh come on you were right there like we, we're this close you know and and I think that's that's really good writing and and maybe it it does speak to King's talent that all these people were that upset about it but you know I mean this is not uncommon with comics anyway when you know. Captain America, you know, was a quote unquote Nazi for a little while. People lost their minds. Yeah. Um, there was a recent cover uh, in, in the story with like Batman Inc. I think uh, that's a sound sounded weird. Batman Inc. I think. Oh, wow. I feel like Dr. Seuss just now. Um, but like where Lex Luthor was wearing some bat armor and people were like blown, going crazy, going like, oh, Lex Luthor's going to be the new Batman. And I'm just like, uh, no, that's not what's happening. Read the book. And people were like, well, that's stupid. I'm like, you haven't read it. <laughs> you know, you don't know what it is. Like, and and I think, you know, like the old, that, that old adage, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. It's sort of like that with comics. It's like, you know, funnily enough, like you want to like buy it because like the cover looks cool. But to me, something like that, like Lex Luthor wearing Batman armor, to me, I, I if I was just, if I wasn't following it, if I just wanted to pick it up, and just go, oh, Lex Luthor's wearing Batman armor? I got to check this out, you know? So it's at least a good tease to get me into the book. Um, mm-hmm. And, but to be so like, I, I, don't, I don't get the <clears throat> short-sightedness fickleness of, <laughs> of fans, you know? Like, I mean, Robert Pattinson gets cast as Batman and everybody goes, Twilight sucked. I can't believe they cast him as Batman. And in my head, I'm like, okay, Twilight was like 15 years ago. Um, y'all need to like chill the f out. <laughs> he also one proved to get off topic of Catwoman and onto that really quickly. Sure. One, he also proved multiple times outside of Twilight that he's a very good actor. Yep. And two, the Twilight movies were written poorly. The cast <laughs> was told it was going to be a different kind of movie. Uh huh. Um, and then got to set and they were like just kidding and they were all really mad about it now granted they shouldn't have like taken that out on the acting because there were like comic books there were a lot of people who were fans of that series but like they did what they could with the material given the guy has proven he's a good actor I actually think he was a very, I haven't seen it, but I think he's a very good choice oh, yeah. to play Batman. And Zoe Kravitz, though, as Catwoman, those pictures, chef's kiss. You're, you're going to so love good. it. I'm, I, I believe you. I believe yeah. you. And hopefully by the time this comes out, I will have actually seen it. But <laughs> who knows? My life is very busy right now as well. So I'm just like, I just want time to see movies, please. Yeah. It's well, it was even just to do this. I was a little bit like, you know, you were like, oh, yeah. my schedule's so packed. And I was like, and I was like, okay, like if we could figure something out, that'd be cool. But at the same time, it's like, I understand if you couldn't have, you know. Um, well, let's talk about my girl. Of course I can make time for it. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Um, 
So yeah, so we're recording this at 4 a.m. on a Wednesday. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's not. Um, it's not 4 a.m. It's 3.30. <laughs> it will be 4 a.m. in 30 minutes. Wow. I really I really took the yes and and just ruined it. So <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, it's okay. Improv. I'm actually really good at improv. That was bad. I'm learning. I'm actually really good at it. I do improv jams. Yeah. Yeah. I was called funny this week. I was like, what? No, <laughs> you couldn't. I was like, you have to be talking about someone else. They're like, no, you. And I was like, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> I think. Um, that's it's such a, it's it's a skill. I remember like when I when I was taking acting classes, um, that you know I I had a director that was like you, you have to, it's like it's it's an essential skill because it can get you jobs, and a friend of mine at the time we weren't friends anymore unfortunately, but. She was like, I'm not good at it. I don't really care about it. And she was very just like stupidly stubborn about it. And and he was like arguing with her in front of the class, like, okay, but you need to get over that. Like you, you need to learn this skill or else you, you're not going to get as many jobs as you think you're going to get. And kind of ended up being true. Um, (laughs) But that's neither here nor there. Um, I'm just bitter about how that friendship ended. No big deal. Anyway, she'll never listen to no, this anyway. And speaking of friends, yeah. that woman, no. <laughs> Segwaying in back into. Speaking I of tend friends. To go on, so um, so uh, my first thought going into this was, why is Holly in jail? <laughs> Don't, I, d- but then again, I think, I think she had murdered some people and Catwoman took the rap for it in earlier in Tom King's run. Like when I say oh. that, Tom King was an acquired taste. That's kind of what happened. I remember there being some bit where like Catwoman was accused of killing all these people. And my friend and I talking about it going, I don't like that. Like, like Catwoman being, I, I think we talked about this before, but it's like, I don't, I don't like the idea of Catwoman being a murderer. Like, I feel like she's sort of a, if it's a killer be killed, she will, but she's yeah. not going out of her way to kill people. So I yeah. think that's why. I'd have to like reread his whole thing though, because his whole thing, even including the the Batman Catwoman that's going on now, uh, which is good. It's just so, it's so wild because, every, you know, he's jumping through time from when they first met to after he's passed away to their, you know, to their courtship, to their daughter in the future. And it's really like, and sometimes it'll do that in one page. And it's a little bit like, what the f- what are you doing man like i'm getting kind of confused here and then the issues end and you're like oh that's it now i gotta wait a month for the next one um yeah so uh, you know i've said all that are you reading that one by the way batman Catwoman? i haven't actually but it's, it's still going on yeah it's, it's a 12 issue series yeah lucky so. for me comic books just keep coming out <laughs> keep getting made yeah. So I can watch, I can watch them, read them. Uh, I can just look at them on the floor and go, there they are. <laughs> yeah, I could look at them in the comic book shop and go, huh, I should read that. And then I just absorb the knowledge of the comic book <laughs> without actually reading it. Yeah, see, you are. No, I haven't read it yet, but because I haven't read any recently, I tried to read the most recent two that I have and it just didn't 
my brain, my COVID brain, not because I have COVID, but because COVID really messed up the big guy up here <laughs> for me in terms of like focus. Yep. So I haven't been able to, I've been reading books, which have been great, but for some reason, comic books have been tripping me up. I'm, I'm sort of just the opposite where I, like with some Christmas money, I found some Spider-Man books on Amazon that I I read or I read one of them when I was a kid. There's a two-part series. You're talking about Marvel on a I, DC podcast? I know. Right. <gasps> but <sighs> I do have the secondary podcast now, the Spider-Man book club. So it all ties together. It's all connected. Plug. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it and and I started to kind of like flip through it and I was a little bit like, ah, oh my God, my brain hurts, you know, whereas like with comic books, I'm like, yay, pictures. Um, but then again, there's some, uh, what's that? I was going to say, and see, that's why that distracts me because all I want to do is look at the pictures uh-huh. and I'm like, but you need to read the words that go with it. And I'm like, but they're so pretty. It's, you know, it's fun about a book like this. And I think this is one of Tom King's strengths and a lot of the greatest comic book writers, their strengths are letting the artist tell the story better than they could. And I'm sure that they would admit this too. When you have somebody like, you know, Mikhail Janin or Janin, or I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm butchering his name. I apologize, sir. Uh, you're a brilliant artist. Um, you know, doing the, the art in this book and, you know, the, the, the main story, I should say. And it, and it looks beautiful. It looks fantastic. So you almost have to read these things at least twice to be like, okay, well, let me, let me look at the, let me read it. And then also let me absorb all the, the, you know, quote unquote art photography that's throughout it so that I can go, so I can get even deeper into the book. Um, yep. And do you have a favorite image from the comic? Yeah, that's what I was going to I was actually going to ask you that. Um, I, I I would probably go with the uh, Jason Fabuk one where it's Catwoman in the purple because that's my favorite version of Catwoman com mm -hmm. or Catwoman from the comics, uh, where she has like all this stuff that she's stealing and she's jumping out of the way and Batman's in the blue with the yellow oval and he's jumping after her. Um, I I think mm -hmm. that one just that one is that image alone is telling a whole story that we this one. yes that one that we unfortunately don't get to um, see more of, but it, but it's almost like, but that's fine because this is not that story. This is a different story. Um, yeah. But I love that the implication with all this different art and stuff is to say, look at this history that they've had. So them talking about looking yeah. at each other's eyes and I, you know, I recognized you immediately on the street and him saying why well, I, I knew who you were on the boat because that's a big argument they have throughout the entire series is when did we first meet? And I love that Tom King kind of deliberately says, okay, no, no, there, there were two meetings. Let's figure it out. Um, but yeah, that, uh, that, that one, you know, and, and most of them in that, in that, you know, the most of those splash pages are telling some sort of story from their past. That's really interesting. Uh, mm -hmm. What about you? What was your favorite? Uh, mine is uh, Kubert and Sinclair. That's the names on the bottom. Yes. Andy um, Kubert, Alex Sinclair. Yes. It's when they're on the rooftop. Uh -huh. and she's handcuffed and she's wearing like a, a dress with some heels and like the cowl is a softer like softer ears yeah and yeah I think because like 
and the moons behind them. But I like it because this, not that she needs it, because she doesn't need, because anything can be considered feminine. Mm-hmm. But this this costume in this picture almost gives her a softer feminine side uh-huh. to her, a more vulnerable side to her that yep. she doesn't let a lot of people show. And I think the fact that she lets him in and lets him see that is so important to their relationship. Yeah. And they're almost kissing. And I also love that for them. Um, so that one's my favorite. Yeah. That, that is a really good one. Um, have you ever read, uh, it's a Neil Gaiman story. It's called uh, Whatever Happened to the Cape Crusader? No. Oh, you you should look that one up. Um, it's it's really great. It's it's sort of in a weird way. It's like Batman's a a ghost, and he's with. I won't spoil it for you. He's he's sort of. It's an outer out of body experience, and he's with an unseen narrator, um, and he's watching his own funeral, and all the heroes and villains show up to tell their story about how Batman died, and all of them tell a completely different story, and Catwoman has a story that's that's really interesting. Um, and it's Andy Kubert and Sinclair doing the art uh, throughout it, I believe. And it's it's so. It, it, I think it was it was meant to be, like years and years ago before they did Crisis on Infinite Earths. Alan Moore mm-hmm. did, whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow, which told the story of like the last days of Superman and how quote unquote Superman died. So this was supposed to be like, an homage to that, because uh, this was right after Batman R.I.P. And of course, like it, it's kind of not in continuity. It's it's like the Black Label series before it was Black Label, um, but it was really fascinating. I reread it often, actually. Um, but uh, but yeah, but seeing that image reminded me of that story, um, and and got me excited to re, re not only reread that story but also feel like like this in a weird way that story, which is not canon, almost is canon because there's this weird like you know similar energy to it and mm-hmm. and, I, and i love the way you were putting that that he had that she has like the dress and the heels and it's a old, very old school catwoman look back from like the 50s mm-hmm. and and it was sort of it, it must have just been like in their brains at the time like well i mean like if she's gonna be a woman villain then she's gonna wear a dress right i mean that just makes sense <laughs> I mean, the men wear pants and the women wear dresses. I mean, Naturally. Yeah. <laughs> and heels. And heels. She's doing it in heels, too. So, yeah. And she's going to steal diamonds. because don't. Isn't that the song? The diamonds are a girl's best friend? That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> women only like three things. Diamonds, money, and men. <laughs> and then women see? were like, no, that, that's not it. But thank you. See, you are funny. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, and I think it's also interesting that Catwoman sort of survived, you know, the past 80 years because um, she, she could very easily be that kind of stereotype. And if you watch some of the old cartoons from like the 60s and 70s, she very much is that stereotype. Um, whereas like with Lee Merriweather and Julie Newmar and Eartha Kitt, they, they sort of just embraced like the wild cat side of it as opposed to the mm-hmm. wild like woman side of it you know like where they could be well i guess they well and i take that back they, they did embrace kind of the, the wild ultra feminine side to be mm-hmm. you know very sexy and alluring to batman and trip him up 
which is interesting. Um, and, you know, and it's, it's, you know, and I think it would have tripped up Adam West to begin with because, you know, he's kind of a horn dog anyway. Um, <laughs> but, uh, hey, whatever. What are you going to do? It happens. Yeah. And you have, you have uh, Lee Merriweather in 1966 wearing a skin tight black jumpsuit. And I'd be like, you know what? I don't care that you committed all these crimes. You can get away with them. I'd be like, do you want me to help? Do you want me to open the <laughs> trunk for you? What do you need? <laughs> what do you need? Yeah. Um, and I think it's, it's great that, that Catwoman, as the years have gone on, is very much that embracing her feminine power kind of uh, kind of character that I think I don't know I, like I can't really speak too much on it you know because I'll, I'll probably just sound like a mansplaining what feminism is to you and I don't want to do that um, <laughs> thank you but uh, but uh, but I love that about her that she's just and even in this book she's not it doesn't feel like she's like oh but Bruce I love Bruce she's not like the you know sad woman like pining for the man like she yeah. she feels like a real person well because we like to not we like you and i but we as a society uh -huh. like to say that women use their sexuality to manipulate men we mm -hmm. like to say that if a woman gets promoted to a position of power she probably slept her way there yep we put so much shame on women embracing their sexuality and knowing that they're hot. Like, for example, it's like a bad example, but a good example. We we had Cardi B and Megan The Stallion singing WAP, right? Yeah. We've had worse songs come out oh, yeah. by men. And no one no one thought anything of it. But when it's two women talking about it, it's horrible. It's disgusting. She, Catwoman doesn't use her sexuality as a way to manipulate Bruce. Mm -hmm. She just uses it as a helpful tool, which some people would say is manipulation, but it's not because she uses that almost as a last resort. Mm -hmm. It's never, I'm going into this thing with the intention to seduce Batman. Yep. It's I'm going in to do my job. I'll fight him first. And if that doesn't work, I'll use my other power yeah. that I have over him. And that's it. Yeah. And I think she's still, in doing that, displays such a strong character. Yeah. Because she could just walk around and only use her sexuality as an end a means to an end yeah but she doesn't and also she can control cats that shit's kind of cool yeah sorry i didn't mean to curse but it's cool that's <laughs> no, fine um like i i love that there's a line in um you know when you were saying that it made me think of um uh batman and robin when uh <laughs> Batgirl yells at Poison Ivy and says, you know, using your looks to manipulate men, you know, you chicks like you give women a bad name, which is kind of a very 90s-ish line, but there's kind of a truth to it that it's like, so you're just using your looks to 
manipulate people and get what you want. Whereas like Catwoman doesn't do that. Catwoman is just, she's one of those it people where she can walk into the room. Like it's Selena Kyle. She can walk into the room and everybody's going to look at her. And, and not because, and not even just because she's beautiful, but because she just has that, like, she's got that BDE, right. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's going to walk in and just like, Whoa, like there's something about this woman that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And the, and the other part, the other coin, a side of the coin is that Bruce Wayne also has that when he walks mm-hmm. into a room, people are like, Whoa, like, who's this guy? Um, and there's, it's funny because there is a little bit of that in the Batman, I'll tell you, that's interesting. Um, so just tease you just a little bit there. Mm. Um, and also Paul Dano as the Riddler is really good. Um, <laughs> but that's another topic. Um, but yeah, it, and, and I love that uh, she, when she's writing this letter, it, it doesn't feel like this, like, I don't love you anymore. Leave me alone. Never speak to me again. It feels very like, and, and she, she says it in the letter. She says, I'll always love you, but this can't happen because the city needs you more than I do. And, and it's interesting when they've had all these experiences throughout the, throughout the arc up until then, like there's, there's the two-part issue with Superman and Lois. Um, did you read those? I did. Yeah. Um, I, I reread them like you know, several months ago. And I love those issues because it's just, it, it sort of shows that these two can work together. Like they, they can make it work. Superman and Lois make it work. Um, like he doesn't have to be like, well, I'm not Superman anymore because I got married. Um, so it's interesting that she is, uh, but she, she, but, but, but again, it's like Superman and Batman are so different that obviously that thought isn't in her brain. She's just like, no, I can't, like, I can't take you away from what you're meant to do. Um, and then also we get Kite Man at the beginning of the book, so that's cool. So. <laughs> I don't know. Harley Quinn Kite Man. That's my, that's my Kite Man, not this one. <laughs> um, that, that is uh, the best, that is definitely the best version of Kite Man. And I am going on record right now to say, if James Gunn is listening, if Kite Man is not a main character in Peacemaker season two, you you will have failed me as a fan. So <laughs> you have failed this city. Now I'm bringing in the arrow. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I gotta say that I I love these two characters together. Um, and I think I mentioned this last time, but one of the things that I actually liked about the animated Hush movie. Because uh, I, I think that movie was a terrible adaptation of the book. Um, but what I really loved is there's a montage of Bruce and Selena fighting crime throughout Gotham City. So it feels like time has passed and they've been together for a while. And mm-hmm. in my head, I was like, that's great because a lot of these stories, you know, when we're reading a, like a, a six issue comic book arc that takes place over six months with for the characters, it's probably only a couple of days, you know. Yeah which explains why, you know, these characters don't age. Uh, <laughs> because like yeah. in eight, in 80 years, it's probably only been about 10, you know, yeah. uh, some, something like that. Um, but I, and I kind of felt that, in, in, and I thought this book did it well, like I said before, with all the different uh, splash pages, it's like, wow, this uh, is bringing, this is showing their history. And, and I don't know if the artists had to, 
if they were assigned like a time period or if they got to pick, I, I don't know hundred percent, or if they just kind of played to their strengths. Cause there's the Tim sale bit that looks just like the long Halloween um, with like the oversized cat ears that, you know, and the long ass Batman ears <laughs> that he always likes to draw. Um, mm-hmm. So that, so that's interesting. But um, to me, I'm also sitting there going, man, like this, the the words in the art are filling in the gaps for me that if this was like if i were to if you were to give this to somebody who only has kind of a you know just a basic knowledge of batman and catwoman you could hand them this and i think they'd understand the story pretty well yeah they might be they might be confused at the end going there's another batman who the who the fuck is this guy standing next to bane (laughs) but (laughs) you're like like, oh well that's that's Thomas Wayne Batman. He was in the Flashpoint series. Um <laughs> he's not nice. Yeah, no, he's he's a bad Batman. He's um, mean. Yeah. And he's getting and he's like still around too. He's like in like the the multiverse Justice League incarnate book with you know President Obama Superman. And <laughs> um, I mean that's who it is essentially. Um yeah. but uh yeah, it but I, I got to say, though, that this particular story, this, this build up to this wedding, I, I remember reading it and, and really feeling like it's, it's not going to happen. They're, they're not going to get married, which is really unfortunate because, damn it, the, these two kids, they're just so cute together. Like, can't we just let them, like, <laughs> have a happy ending for once? Dang it, you know? No. No, you can't. Um, but that 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 is always my argument at the ending of the dark knight rises is that i'm okay with bruce you know leaving because i feel like like let's it's okay to give the heroes a happy ending once in a while you know we don't have to you know they don't have to sacrifice everything (laughs) to uh to get to achieve happiness and that's something that i think batman has always struggled with anyway you know, in my opinion, mm-hmm. you know, finding some, you know, finding some sort of normal life with. Yeah, you know, but I also don't think he wants one. Yeah, he struggles with it, but I don't think he wants one. I think this would have been his most normal act mm-hmm. of life. Yeah, and while I do believe he did actually want to get married, I just, I don't think that's right for him. I think they could be partners for sure. Yeah. But I don't know that marriage was it. I don't know why. Yeah. Seems too normal for him. Yeah, he doesn't uh he doesn't really do things well, whereas most people would go to therapy, he put on a Batman suit and said, I'm gonna beat the shit out of criminals <laughs> every night. <laughs> you know, people cope in different ways. It's true. It's true. You know, you know, I've I've frequently told my therapist, I, I'm thinking about just just not coming here anymore and just putting on a Batman suit. And and you know, and he's he's called the police a couple of times to be like, all right, we gotta talk this guy down. But I I'm kidding, that didn't happen. Um but <laughs> I was there. <laughs> um so let me let me ask you, you know, so when you know i reached out to you and said i want to do something like catwoman related 
um, you know, for you know, post the Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you, you, you jumped at this. You said no, this one. Um, and and I and I don't want to say I was surprised because I, I I knew you read comics and uh, you're a big Catwoman fan anyway. But I will. But but what made you jump right at this and say no? This is the Catwoman thing I want to talk about next. Well, it was huge. It was huge when it came out. Yeah. Um, it'd been a few years, so the hype had died down. So if I had said something stupid, no <laughs> one would come find me and sure. yell at me. But also, I am very big on women making their own decisions, women living their own lives women doing things for themselves, not for other people. Mm-hmm. And while Catwoman is so good at that throughout history, yeah, this is really the story where she does make her own decisions. She listens to people, people plan ideas in her head, but she ultimately ends up doing what she wants to do yeah what's best for her what's best for others she like i said earlier she does end up making the ultimate sacrifice Mm -hmm. but this just shows her as if we needed another representation of it but it really just shows her independence and who she is as a person because selena kyle is a no takes no crap isn't on some BS ever. She's always straightforward to the point, does what needs to get done, period, case closed. And yep. this I felt was a very good representation of that. Um, I, I definitely agree with you because there's there's so many things like throughout the years, as I've learned more about, about feminism, about, you know, I mean, women's rights in general and how women have been depicted in media in, you know, and, and, you know, LGBTQ and all these like, quote unquote, hot button topics that are always somewhat in the media, which I think is kind of ridiculous anyway. And, and same with like uh, Black Lives Matter, all these issues that I didn't give much thought to before. I really try to have that in my head when I'm reading something that is, is written by a man, but it's a woman's story, you know, uh, like, mm-hmm. like Chelsea and I have had discussions about that like you know she said that she's looked at audition things and it's like she's pretty but she doesn't know it and she thinks that's like one of the most irritating things in the world whereas my first thought was like yeah but I know women like that and then and then I have to like kind of kick myself and go okay shut up like listen to the actual woman talking <laughs> who knows this better than I do um but so to me it's like I, I, and I try not to have that argument like, oh, like, she, you know, the woman is doing all this and the woman's over-sexualized. You know, I try not to go, and I used to do this, but like, well, look at the men too. Look at their bodies. They're, they're superhuman, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, like, but that's not what the argument is, right? The mm-hmm. argument isn't <clears throat> women are over-sexualized and men aren't. It's that women are over-sexualized and that's not okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> versus like, me going, well, look at, look, you know, look at Ben Affleck and Batman v Superman, you know, who could possibly live up to that, blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's not about that. Um, it's about how women 
have been treated in media. And there's the old trope of women in refrigerators. Um, and, and I'm glad that this story didn't have that to it, that it didn't have the, like she doesn't get killed or get put in a coma at the end of it. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's what stops the wedding. Because I did think that ahead of time. It's, it's much more interesting yeah. that she on her own goes, I can't do this. And, and it feels much more real and much more honest. Um, yeah. And, you know, when you're telling stories about like men with kites that can fly around Gotham City and uh, Batman and from alternate dimensions, you know, <laughs> that are, you know, whatever. It's like there still needs to be an emotional reality to it. And yeah. for me, reading the book and you reading the book, being frustrated at the ending says a lot about the quality of it as opposed to us going well that was terrible i never want to read another comic again it's like we're, yeah. we're frustrated not at the creators but at the story which is where the frustration should go and that's a good thing i feel like yes. i rambled on there if any of that made any sense no but it, it all made sense <laughs> okay <Yes>. good <laughs> don't you worry it did good good um it, you know and it's 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 tough when you you want the characters to have a happy ending but in this situation, it's like, yeah, but this is like an ongoing thing. Like Batman's going to outlive all of us. Catwoman will outlive all of us. And maybe someday really? somebody will go, no, I like them better as, as enemies. And I want them to be enemies again. Like, who knows? Yeah. Um, I, I just think it's much more interesting that there's so many characters now, like you have Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, and Catwoman. Like Catwoman kind of started it, of being kind of on the right side of the law, wanting to, mm-hmm. you know, even if they're not, wanting to help Batman they're at least trying to do the right thing uh whereas most villains just don't care and they're just like you know screw the world um yeah so so I find it more interesting that we can create new characters that can come in and and take their place as like an antagonist like uh the punchline character which I really like um in the in the Joker comic versus you know like well we like we've done the whole Harley Quinn thing it's it's much more interesting to do a different version of that like a joker sidekick who's just as crazy as he is and manipulative and now to have you know harley quinn be you know i love the way uh, sam humphreys described that she's like bugs bunny like she can kind of be in any type of story and it works <laughs> yeah and, yeah that's and, correct yeah it's, it's it's a very accurate description um because people want to, you know, and I, I go to that description of her, by the way, as opposed to people saying she's DC's version of Deadpool, because I don't, I don't buy that. I don't like that. Um, no. But having her be, you know, like, like a Bugs Bunny, like she can just be in any situation and she's herself. That's much more interesting to me. And, uh, and so to have um, Catwoman be, you know, a, a different version of that where she's, not necessarily seeing the error of her ways because she did steal the dress. She breaks her friend out of prison to be her witness. Like, <laughs> sure, sure. Um, but at the same time, she's she's trying to do better, and she's not doing better because because she wants to impress a man. She's trying yes. to be better because she wants to be better, and that's and that's far more interesting. I agree. I agree. It's almost like women can think. This is wild what you're saying right now. <laughs> I know. I know. Wild words <laughs> coming out my mouth. <laughs> um, it, it just, uh, 
you know, and I think a great example of it is uh, is Batman Returns. I think that Catwoman, Selena Kyle had such an interesting story in that. And mm-hmm. it's funny because I always give crap to, I will always say to the end of the day, like, hey, Bat, you know, Michael Keaton is, is Batman. Like he's one of my, fa- he's like, he's my favorite Batman. But I'm also openly saying that he, he doesn't have an arc in those two movies. He doesn't get to, he doesn't really do anything. doesn't really change. He's just sort of there. Whereas like Selena, yeah. Selena has an arc in Batman Returns. It's a tragic arc, but she, that she has something that changes her throughout the story. And it's all situational. It's all based on the way she's been treated by men. Um, and there's an honesty to it that I really, you know, when I watch it as an adult, I really enjoy. Um, yeah. Whereas when I was a kid, it's like, oh, Batman, you know, fighting people and it's so cool. And, you know, the Batmobile is the best. Whereas like now I'm like, wow, this is actually deeper than I gave it credit for. But, Surprise. but Bruce Wayne still doesn't have an arc in it. <laughs> but that's no, okay. He he's, he's had plenty of movies where he has arcs. He's fine. Um, we'll have plenty more. Yeah, exactly. They're going to make at least two more Batmans with um, Robert Pattinson, plus a bunch of uh, HBO Max stuff, because that's sort of the norm now. It's like, hey, you, we made a movie that you liked, and now we're going to put a show on HBO Max. Like, okay, sure. Why not? Capitalism at its finest. But, you know, we're all, like, eating it up anyway, so... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're, we're all to blame for it. So, yeah, they're they're shoving it down our throats, but we're also saying more, please. <laughs> Can you blame me, though? No, not at all. No, no. I don't, I don't blame anyone. Um, uh, well, Jackie, this has been an absolute blast getting to yeah. uh, dig into this. It's been a while since we've had to like an actual like, I mean, we've talked, we talk like pretty often, actually. Uh, yeah. Texting and memes and TikToks and all that. So. It's my brand. It's, it's the only way to communicate nowadays. It's like, I don't want to just like tell you a joke. I'm just going to send you a two minute TikTok. <laughs> yeah, it really, it's my love language now, sending people TikToks. Yep. It, I don't know like, why. It, it is, it is kind of personal though, because it's like, oh, this made me think of you, you know? Yeah. So, that, so that's nice. Um, do you have anything that you want to go ahead and plug? At the moment, I don't actually. Oh, I know. How wild is that? Yeah. The uh, the Dungeons and Dragons thing is on hold for a little bit. Uh, yes. But maybe hopefully by the time this this gets put out, something will be figured out. Sure. In terms of that. But yes, just a little bit on hold for a bit. Hey, you know, we we've all got lives to live. So yeah. Sometimes that gets in the way of the fun stuff, unfortunately. But and that's, that's pretty cool. much what's going on. We're record. <laughs> we have recorded episodes. We have a bunch of episodes, mm-hmm. and we will be coming back. I just can't give you a date, unfortunately. I just don't know. Uh, no, I I totally understand that. I I've done the same mystery. thing. I, oh. I have literally I've literally recorded episodes and then forgot to upload them the day I said I was going to upload them. So, and I don't Sounds realize it. Right. Well, I don't realize it until I'm about to fall asleep. And I'm like, I'll do it tomorrow. And then by Friday, it'll be up. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, no, we have a bunch. So we will be back. The natural ones will be back. I just have no date. 
but they'll be back. But we're also almost done too. So basically you'll be seeing the last storyline. It's our finale. I am looking forward to it. That'll be awesome. Me too, because it's it's actually really good. Yeah. I say that like I'm surprised. I'm not, (laughs) but it's really good. Well, it's it's fun to be a fan of the thing that you do too, you know. Yes. Um very true. That's interesting. Uh, well, uh, thank you so much for uh, for joining me today. This was a blast getting to talk Catwoman yes. with you. Um, thank you for having me. Of course, anytime. Um, and yeah, I guess I guess to end this, we could just say this was a perfect conversation. Ooh, good one. Yeah, nailed it. Crushed it. 